You've probably heard that classic philosophical question. If a tree falls in the forest and nobody is around to hear it, does the tree make a sound? Interesting question that raises the topic of perspective. Because your answer might change if you were a human 200 miles away, versus a squirrel three trees over, versus being the tree itself. I was recently asked a similar question of perspective, but the question asked was, can you be a jerk even if you aren't around people? Or to flip this question around, because this is a series about kindness, are you kind even if you aren't around people or other living beings? Does kindness only exist as an external response to others in our environment? Or is there such a thing as being kind in your thoughts towards yourself? Welcome to Limitless Thoughts, a podcast from Limitless Life Counseling where we explore questions, thoughts, ideas, and emotions. If you've missed our other episodes, you can check them out wherever you find your favorite podcasts. I would love you to become a follower and share these with others because together we can bring more light to the world. In previous episodes, we've explored the definition of kindness and reasons we struggle to be kind. Our explorations have been in context of our kindness or unkindness being directed externally towards other people. But have you ever turned kindness and unkindness inward towards yourself? It seems more common for me to hear people directing unkindness towards themselves rather than kindness. Like using self-deprecating humor or deflecting compliments or using self-criticism. In fact, I wonder if we somehow save the mean for ourselves and give away all the kindness to others. Why are we so mean to ourselves? We weren't born being mean to ourselves. If you observe babies and toddlers, they're mostly quite happy with themselves. Their self-talk is positive. They can share what they like about themselves or all the things they can do without comparison, without criticism, without anger towards themselves. For most of us, developing negative self-talk is a gradual, mostly unconscious process. I've met many people who don't even realize the degree to which their self-talk is negative until it's reflected back to them. But this still doesn't answer the question why so many of us don't offer kindness to ourselves. Let's explore three main categories for negative self-talk. I'm sure we could spend hours exploring other reasons, but I really don't want to give our inner critic too much airtime. First category, protection. This is the, I'll put myself down before you can put me down mindset. 
It's when someone says, I'm so stupid at math, or I'm an idiot, I forgot to pick up dinner, or I'm not going to the party because I know it was only a pity invite. On the surface, this is a very creative coping skill. Creative coping skill in the sense that you are anticipating potential hurt from others, so to take the sting out, you hurt yourself first. But it usually doesn't take the sting away if you do receive hurtful comments or have a hurtful experience. And there's also that word anticipated. Anticipated meaning the comment, the conversation, the interaction you were anticipating to be painful may or may not happen. It's preparing for the worst without preparing for the best. And that's one of the reasons being unkind to ourselves is not helpful. Preparing for the worst can distract us from problem solving, distract us from imagining best case scenarios. It leads us to believe we can't do something or we aren't worthy when we are. So how do we counter protecting ourselves from the worst? It's by using problem-solving self-talk like, math is a challenge for me, but I'm going to ask for help. Or reframing self-talk like, I'm sorry I forgot dinner, but now we can cook together. Or preparing for the best self-talk like, I'm a little nervous to go to this party, but I might enjoy it. You might be thinking, That's just playing with words. And you're right. But that's part of the magic of beginning to build self-kindness. It's developing the awareness that the words you use, the perspective you choose, can empower you or degrade you. It's understanding we have the power to manifest our thoughts. If we don't go to the party, we manifest isolation to prove the negative thoughts of no one liking us. Or on the flip side, we reframe for getting dinner as an opportunity to cook dinner with our family. How do you use your thoughts? Do your thoughts drive you to think worst case scenario or best case scenario? Second category of why we are mean to ourselves, validation. When we are unkind to ourselves, we might be seeking validation. Wait, you might say, isn't validation supposed to be positive? How do you turn a negative into a positive? The simplest example is those people who fish for compliments. You know, the person who says, My hair is awful today, causing the other person to reply, it looks fantastic. Or what about the person who turns in the report to the boss saying, this might not be good enough, even though their work is is exactly what has been required. Do you know people like this? Or do you do this yourself? You might be wondering how this is an example of not being kind to yourself. 
especially with those people who are constantly seeking validation for their appearance or abilities, because you're pretty sure they wouldn't leave the house looking like a disaster or they wouldn't do work they didn't think met the requirements. This putting down of ourselves is similar to protection, but instead of protecting, the objective is to receive external validation. External validation because we may be struggling with internally validating ourselves. Please know there's nothing wrong with external validation, but we also need a strong sense of internal validation or confidence. And internal validation and confidence is a form of self-kindness. How do we build inner validation and confidence? What about trying a compliments journal? Once a day, writing down on a compliment towards yourself or something you were proud of yourself for doing that day. Maybe it's asking your support system to turn the question back to you when you fish for compliments so you can validate yourself before they offer validation. When we choose to validate ourselves, we choose to offer kindness because we know we have worth and value. A third category, accountability or achievement. I've heard many people say, if I wasn't hard on myself, I wouldn't get anything done or accomplish the things I have. I'm all for having standards, expectations, and goals. But for many, their standards, expectations, and goals can quickly slip into self-criticism. Let's use the metaphor of a coach to more clearly understand how this might happen. Athletic coaches use many different techniques to motivate their players. One coaching style is that of using criticism, shame, and sarcasm. Coaches who use this style sometimes call it tough love or tearing someone down so they can build them back up. As this isn't a podcast about effective coaching, I'll reserve thoughts about those philosophies for another day. But we can consider the unsustainability of this approach. Over time, the use of criticism, shame, and sarcasm can start to erode a person's confidence and sense of worth until that person is no longer motivated because they don't have a sense of value and worth. The opposite in coaching style would be a coach who never offers constructive criticism and simply offers participation awards for just breathing. No standards, no expectations, no goals offered. You can probably see where I'm going with this. We need to find a balance between those two styles. We need to coach ourselves with standards, expectations, and goals that inspire us to grow in a way that honors our worth and value. What style of coaching does your internal coach offer? What changes does your inner coach need to make? As we've explored these different categories of why we might struggle to be kind to ourselves, 
Have you been able to identify with one? Or has it sparked reflection about other ways you were mean to yourself? If you remember at the first of this podcast, I asked the philosophical question of whether you can be a jerk even if other people aren't around, especially in your thoughts towards yourself. I think whether we've actually voiced mean thoughts about ourselves or kept them in our mind, we've all been a jerk to ourselves. And that leaves us with the choice of whether we continue to be unkind to ourselves, or whether we start offering self-kindness. You might see this as an impossibility. An impossibility because the relationship you have with yourself feels like it is such a part of you that to treat yourself better would be changing the core of who you are. There is some truth with that. Repeated negativity towards yourself can influence your perceptions, feelings, and experiences of life. But there is always the option, always the choice to change, to have a different internal dialogue, an internal dialogue of self-kindness. Our choice to be kind toward ourselves mean we may also have to develop boundaries. Because being kind doesn't mean we sacrifice ourselves, our goals, our needs. The question that remains is what can you do today to be kind to yourself? Be kindness, receive kindness, send kindness. Till next time, thanks for listening.